everyone, welcome to Real Talk with Razak. I am your host, Razak. As always, I want to start by thanking all the listeners. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you know where to find us. Twitter, Facebook, Real Talk Razak. Don't forget the hashtag, Real Talk Razak. I love to hear from y'all. Uh, you're the reason why I do it. Um, yeah, so the creative community out there, the entrepreneurs, are you uh, loving souls? Today, we're actually starting a, a new series where I like to like to call this one uh, the yard of the heart because we just come from the heart here, just talking about some real things, and it's all about love and and just honesty within the creative community and life. You know, just broadening the realm a little bit, especially because in 2017 things like dating, communication, all these things are just a lot different. It's not like it was in uh, 1940 when. You played, you know, you did the Charleston and then you're married or something like that. Because I'm sure that's exactly how it went, right? But I got a special treat for you to, for you all with this. This is going to be a lot different. So with me today in the studio, I have Zachary Carlisle and Austin Reeves. These gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yo. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. Yes. Yo, yes. So I've been fortunate to become friends with these guys. Out here working in LA, we've been doing our thing, uh, hanging out for a little bit having some real talk off the microphone. So we was just like, all right, let's just get the microphone cranked out. We got to do this. It's only natural. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Austin, what about you? Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm Austin. Um, as far as the art community goes, I am a musician. I'm a multi-instrumentalist, uh, as well as a vocalist and a writer. So I like to kind of delve into whatever I can on the, the sonic side of things. Nice. Is that yeah, I'm Zachary Carlisle. Um, I would say my focus is heavy on the performance end. I've been doing theater and acting uh, for a little over the past decade. Uh, and then just recently got into music within the last few years. Um, yeah, so yeah, music, singing, acting, dance, anything performance, that's what I'm about. Okay, okay. So now, everybody out there, you hear these guys, hit them up. If you wanna if you wanna say something through through uh the real talk, feel free, but they also have their own social media, so feel free to go check them out. They're gonna be getting tagged all over my stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so this is the inaugural uh uh episode or installment of Art from the Heart. Uh yeah, so we're gonna start with these questions and just take it from there. Really not even gonna be questions, it's more just dialogue amongst friends. And half the time, if I'm asking a question, it's because I need an answer from me, because I need to figure my life out. So, my whole thing is, when I've dated women that are in the creative community, um, there's different, there's different levels of everything on all type of spectrums so I don't want anybody to think I'm generalizing but my personal experiences have been where uh, if I was doing successful in my entertainment career when this person that I'm dating is not uh, sometimes there could be a little bit of competition which I think can be unhealthy in a relationship Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of think uh, dating at that point I tried to take in mind uh, of dating women that were just some nurses and like just things that had a schedule that was very set no big deal um they was very it was good careers not you know it doesn't make their career any less interesting but they didn't quite understand the timing and the schedule uh the needs of an artist so it was like okay well this is hard to break down to a person 
who's never been in a in an environment where you work when you work and you don't when you don't mm -hmm. because that's what it is. So that's always been my experiences, and I was just kind of curious what what was other people's experiences like in that area. Yeah, in you know I feel like regardless, um, it it kind of comes down to individual support. You know, you could be, not be involved in the creative community. You can can be involved in the creative community, but if you're not supportive of the other person and following their passions or whatever it may be, then it's just going to be uh, an unfortunate relationship because yeah. you know no no relationship can last without there being mutual support for what you know what what our given dreams are because um, you know there's definitely you know you can have people you can date people in the creative community that may not necessarily be supportive of you mm -hmm. you know like you were saying yeah. with yeah, you know, exactly. your situation yeah. of of like you know having people where it's this competition thing but if the person was just supportive of you yeah. regardless you know then you, there wouldn't be the competition you could just both be following your mm -hmm. pursuits and if you're doing something awesome support means awesome you're doing something awesome i want to i could agree i want to give you love that. because of that and not be bent out of shape because i'm not getting it you mm -hmm. know but what about in those moments where support isn't enough you know sometimes where you're being supportive but you're not uh giving it your you know it's not giving it your all or whatever you know mm -hmm. people some people will well, that's that's sometimes not enough in a in a sense of a relationship. What do you think about that? Yeah, I was thinking about that because I have Zach. You kind of mentioned that you've only really had experiences with an artistic person. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, generally, yes. Yeah, someone someone that's been somewhat involved in, yeah. in the arts in some way. And I've I can agree with that mostly. Like I've mostly had that. Um, I have had a couple experiences where I was. Uh, you know, dating someone who is not in the creative field in that sense, um, and they're, though they've been minor, I, I feel like there's there's a little bit. It's being a musician, you have performances, and sometimes you know after you get off the stage and you come down, people approach you in a weird way. Like they're they're not just people where they're like like hey man that was a great job. Um, like they yeah. come up and it's like this formal like, you know I. Hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know I really enjoyed your performance, and I, yeah. I thought you did great. There, keep on doing what you're doing. I'm like, you, like, you can just walk up and like talk to me. Like, <laughs> we can just be comfy about it, sort of thing. Um, and so there's this like sort of like you you, it, I guess it's sort of like putting a person on a pedestal when you yeah. approach them that way. Um, and so I I feel like there's. It, it almost if if that's what one person in a relationship is doing because they're not in the creative field and they're like looking at their partner like wow this person is so magical and you know I can't even imagine what it's like to to put your hands on an instrument or to put your hands on a paintbrush or to step onto a dance floor or to read a poem to an audience whatever it is mm -hmm. um, I don't know what that feeling feels like so to me you my partner you're just this like magical being that I can't even match with and in return it's tough because you don't have the expectations change you don't, up there. you don't have a thing to say back to him almost it's like, <laughs> I'm, I know that's that's a deep cut to make yeah, I feel like yeah. um, and I apologize for that but like you they treat you this way and you're like yeah and I'm glad you got that raise recently like, yeah. you know well, it's weird it's a weird yeah, dynamic yeah. to have it's, it's different 
Yeah. I, I feel like that comes with, you know, ju- just the natural back and forth of when, you know, people are like sticking true to their heart, sticking true to their passion, and when they're not, you know, like, the, you know, e- even outside of relationships, you can have those kind of conversations where, like, uh, there's, you know, you'll have a time where you're meeting a stranger and you just, you know, like, getting to know them a little bit and they're like oh what are you doing and you could say oh you know went traveling did uh you know did this art project you know this and that and it's like oh yeah what are you trying to do it's like oh i'm you know i'm trying to be an entrepreneur <laughs> and uh you know working for a cell phone company you know <laughs> yeah like, that's, that's whatever yeah. it is and so just like um you can tell that, you know, just a person, just a human, regardless of who you are, you know, like, cell phone companies, you know, like, being an accountant, you know, whatever, you know, these... The drive, the, the, These things aren't, aren't like, fulfilling to us as humans, but, like, art is a part of who we are as humans, you know, okay. like... I think you know, it, music, dance, you know, all this stuff is a part of who, who we are, whereas, like, all this societal jobs and things and pursuits aren't aren't a, aren't necessarily human they're just like you know to to live in today's I think age. it I think it boils down to when a person chooses a, a career uh, it it will change the thought process of that person a person that wants to be a uh, engineer is gonna take a very start making very practical logical decisions for a living that's a lifestyle that it, well, it, it will translate into uh, lifestyle changes. And it, that doesn't say that an engineer isn't creative or isn't spontaneous. It just says that you can only do something so long before it you know, actually becomes a part of you and to the point of, I think that's why, I think that's why actresses kind of have, actors and actresses have a, uh, a bit of a stereotype because they're constantly changing from one personality to the next and you never know what you're gonna get. And were you being serious right now, or were you acting? So I think that's kind of where that comes from. When I guess what I, all I was gonna say um, was I, I feel like I, I can agree with that, Raw Zach. Absolutely, that's kind of what I'm. I'm piggybacking, I guess. Um, Zach, you had kind of made it. It almost sound like you were saying, and I think you were saying, like like the the creative person. It's embedded in them. It's part of their being. It's who they are. It's deep down inside. It's like attached to the soul almost. Um, and so the assumption is that the alternative is like kind of just attached to our socialization. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's attached to our conception of what we need to be doing in order to be um, a successful person and be able to present a good image to others, right? And you're saying that's not like that's not attached to anything within you. That doesn't define you as a person to be an entrepreneur, for instance, or to be a really great lawyer. Or whatever it is, like that's not—is that what you're saying? Well, and more so, just that, like, um, whatever you're doing, you know, like, th- th- there's a difference between passion and l- living with living with passion, living without passion. Yeah. Like, you can be an accountant, and if you, when you're talking about it, you're like, man, I just <laughs> love crunching numbers. Like, numbers are just what everything is made of, you know, just like, there's a difference in how you talk about it, you know, so yeah. I feel like that's why it's, you know, it, it can be easier to see that kind of passion in, crea- in in people who are doing things in creative ways, regardless of whether they're doing creative things or not, you know, like, you know, quote unquote creative things or not. But, uh, 
there's just this way of talking about it and I feel like that's where that, that's where the, the kind of core of the, the difference lies is like are you doing whatever you're doing are you passionate are you mm-hmm. passionate in okay. what you're doing you know so it's like you can be a nurse you can be a you know whatever very you can work at that cell phone company but if you're stoked on cell phones and what they do and connecting with people all that stuff then yeah you work at that cell phone company but if like if that makes you, sense if you're talking about it, it's like yeah you know I'm, I'm working yeah. at a cell phone company and um, we go drink on the weekends and you know it's just like, <laughs> like it's a, you could tell it's just like oh like you know that's the, you know that's that's a, just a difference in like, oh, like they, you know, every human needs that, needs to find that so thing that's, that that's know, turning, drives them. So that that, passion, that's going know? into the person's self-worth then. If they feel fulfilled in their lives, then they're in that. So what you're saying is it doesn't matter if the person is a left or right brain person for as long as they feel like they're validated within themselves to do it happily. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you can have this mutually supportive relationship if both of you, if both people are feeling fulfilled in whatever they're doing, you know, like, you know, and how you're talking about earlier, you know, with the competition thing, you know, the only reason a feeling of jealousy or envy or competition would come up is because they're not feeling fulfilled in what they're doing, you know, so it's like, you can be in, you can be involved in the arts and still not feel fulfilled, but, you know, it's all about, like, what how how can i you know do this thing that i love and you know create this to be something that you know is is fulfilling Mm -hmm. you know and then if you're if you're able to like work towards that then seeing somebody else do that you know especially someone close to you that's only a beautiful thing it shouldn't have to be this thing that you have to feel envious of all right that's that's what's up i can figure i feel what you're saying relationship one of I know one of the biggest humps that I've had to get over is when I I kind of get into a relationship and I started automatically thinking okay this person does this and I don't want to be with a person that does that forever and that person does that what well, I don't want a person that's gonna do this forever and I and I just put myself in this downward spiral what is it that somebody can do to like kind of recognize those type of things and start turning those things off because I don't know like do you am I the only one is that something that you You mean in your own head yes in my own head it's not even a real thing just in my head yeah it's just like man but they this person does this I can't no I can't I can't be with I can't be with them now because they do this thing that I don't like and I feel like I self-sabotage so many relationships over I don't even know. I can't even recognize why I would do something so dumb. I mean, it kind of sounds like you have Seinfeld syndrome. <laughs> Go ahead and you know, explain that. I mean, just like almost every episode of Seinfeld, you know, if you you know watch them, yeah, like yeah. they all dealt with these people that would get into something that could potentially have been a really nice, at least a nice thing, you know, <laughs> if not a beautiful thing. But some little hang-up, you know, some little thing that they do, be it, uh, you know, the sound of their voice, be it a laugh, be it the shape of their hand, you know, there's one episode where the, you know, 
I think one of the women had like man, man hands. hands. Oh, I do remember that. You know, <laughs> like all these different little things. Every episode was about like just this one little thing that they just couldn't stand. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like for me, always. Actually. You know, there's like they could barely stand it for that episode, let alone for <laughs> always. There's probably know. some name of having that syndrome. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, approach whatever, to that for whatever, everything. Whatever that is. Um, I mean, but also you know, it's like. I, I don't know if that's the the main factor that's like holding you back from anything necessarily. Well, no, that's definitely oh, it's definitely layers to that onion. <laughs> I was just saying that's one in particular, like my most recent revelation, and I don't know how to recognize it and turn it off where I want to be able to do that. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, is it you know you feel like you'd have more lasting relationships if you were able yeah, to turn that off? I, yeah, it just. It doesn't. It, it takes me out of an appreciative mood. Mm. Like I'm not in appreciate mode, which you kind of need to be in. Uh, I'm kind of thinking like too far down, and what I can accept other than what I, I really like about right now, mm. and that can only make you frustrated because that's not even the. I'm not. I'm never living in that world that I'm thinking about. So mm-hmm. that's the mere fact that I'll never be there. Is already gonna ruin the relationship as it is. Can I ask real quick? Just how do you know you'll never be there? Well, because it's the because <laughs> it's the future. I'm just saying the fact oh. that I'll never be in the future. Like I, I may get to that point, but even when I get to that point, then I'm still thinking about that next thing. And versus appreciating the fact, I I can't say that me. I, the only thing that I can say about getting there is I know I will only get there if I appreciate today. Mm. If I don't appreciate today, I will never get anywhere I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And that mindset takes me out of it. But I don't, for who knows why, but it's like a, I can, I can even think back to relationships oh, yeah. where just like, no, I can absolutely, I like identify her, I like her now, so now I don't appreciate these things. Yeah. I don't know. And then you look back and you're like, well, yeah. it was, I, it was great. Everything was great. Why was I the whole time like this, but it's not, you know, this well, isn't quite what I've been looking for, what I'm still looking. Why? Yeah. Why is it that way? Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like we we often, I, in relationships, because because everyone, you know, we we have this structure of everyone is pursuing that long lasting relationship, so that requires a lot of security, you know, and so I feel like many people are in the same predicament where they get in relationships, they start dating someone. Um, and after a certain point, you know, you're like, there's all this investigation on in what's wrong, you know, like why, why, like what's wrong with this other person? Why, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. just like really instead, like you're saying, instead of focusing on what, what you appreciate about this person, the only focus is on what's wrong or what you don't like about this person. Zach, you brought up earlier, you were talking about um, the way that the animal kingdom behaves once they find that person. Or it's not that person, but that animal. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's a lifelong commitment. It's like they sign up and they're like, okay, cool, I'm with you forever yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way no it goes. Do so, like, think of that difference. <laughs> like, the difference on if you don't have that trait, I have to imagine a lion is not thinking, like, ah, but this lioness, like, what's that? I always kind of wanted one that more had this <laughs> other thing. Like, yeah. he's not yeah. doing that. And he's just like, this is my, my other being. This person um, smells great. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. This one is perfect. So let's go. And it's and then that's it. 
like the difference between like you are saying like if you could turn that off yeah like this, that's this the switch. result yeah. <laughs>